Hi, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Nice to see you all. Um, so, yeah, as Rachel said, we are continuing on our focus on prayer. This is uh, a year of prayer for us as Mosaic. It's not doesn't mean that we didn't pray before, <laughs> but it's it's part of our kind of uh, our growing desire really, to see God do more in our neighbourhoods, to see Him impact not just the life of our church but the life of South Leeds. Um, and we can't do that by our own strategies or by trying really hard. But this is it's his work, and so we need him, we need his power. And so we're giving ourselves afresh to him this year um, in prayer, wanting to invest more time with him in prayer and, uh, and partner with him. And so we've had a few messages on the theme of prayer this, this, uh, this year so far. And this is another one. Um, and uh, yeah, we're wanting to, to, I think we're starting to realise how dependent we are on God to see the things that we really want to see happen. We really need, we really need God. So that's, that's, that's the context for this talk. Um, so the question we're asking ourselves today is how do we pray in faith? How do we pray in faith? What does it mean? Um, the phrase pray in faith or praying with faith doesn't actually occur in the Bible. Um, so what does it mean? What's involved? Does it mean praying louder? Uh, does it mean making bolder prayers or praying for longer? Does it mean naming and claiming your, uh, your requests? Does it just mean not doubting? Uh, does it mean just having to think certain good thoughts while we're praying? What does it mean to pray in faith? So we're going to explore this a bit today. Uh, I'm also going to leave a bit of time afterwards for us, to, uh, for us to pray together as a church and to seek God and see what he has to say to us. So I'm going to try and leave some time for that. So I've had to cut out all the jokes. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, I'm going to serve up for you uh, a two-course meal this morning. Um, and we're going to look at two important passages of Scripture uh, which teaches about prayer in the first book of John. Um, so, are you hungry? Yeah. First course coming up. Um, let's read our first portion of scripture. It should come up on the screen. Uh, it's going to be from the first book of John, chapter 3, verses 16 to 23, if you've got your Bible with you. It's good to keep it open and follow it there. Just make sure I'm not making this up. Um, uh, and as I read through these verses, I want you to try and see which verse do you think stands out to you as the verse that we should lay hold of uh, when it comes to praying in faith. So, by this we know love, that he, who's he? Jesus, laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before him. For whenever our hearts condemns us, God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. So, which verse do you think we should 
write down in our journals and memorize. So I'm a teacher. I ask lots of questions. I'm, I do a lot of give and take in my lessons. Um, and it, 23. 23. Let's have a look at that. Uh, or two. 22. I thought we might. Yes, that's right. Verse 22. Uh, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask. That sounds like praying with faith, right? That sounds like that's, that's what we want to be doing. Praying with faith like that. So we could write that down and memorize it and then we'd be praying with faith, right? Um, it's quite a well-known verse. Cause it's... Uh, it, Almost exactly the same words are used in John's Gospel, uh, chapter 16, verse 23, if you want to check. Um, but it's not just about this verse, as we'll see. What we need to see are the verses which come around this statement. Um, what is it that gives John this confidence in God that his prayers will be answered? And if we take a fresh look at it, it's actually, it's, we'll see that it's, it's a whole life that is built around this statement, and you can't just take the statement as something which stands alone. It's a whole life, and, and what is this life that he's talking about? What is the life that leads to this praying with faith? Well, he talks about it, and he, he, say, he talks to us about loving one another, laying our lives down for one another as Jesus did. He talks about uh, sharing with brothers and sisters that means other people in the church who are in need. And that means, yeah, so primarily other believers. Um, because, of course, now we're in the same family, like it or not. Um, and he warns us uh, about closing our hearts to others who are in need. And verse 18 tells us that by choosing to love, not just by what we say, but by what we do and what we think, um, so yeah, that's what, he, that's what he tells us to do. Not just to, to love in, in what we say, but also in what we do and what we think. And there's an implication there that the church he's addressing is actually quite good at loving each other with words or, say, or saying the right thing. <clears throat> but to love uh, in, in deed, in terms of what you do, and also in terms of what you think, to mention in, in truth, that's... That's quite different, and that goes quite a lot deeper. Um, I, I personally think, it, well, when I look around Mosaic, I see a lovely church, and I see a, a lot of uh, need being answered, and people looking out for each other, and it's a wonderful thing. But I do know that those are just the things that you can see, and that we're all, uh, we all have issues at times. Um, and whilst it's something we may do well in some ways, there, there may be things which are underneath the surface that some of us may need to address. Um, now, I'm not going to fire a load of questions at you to kind of probe, uh, to kind of probe through, through, your, through your issues, because this is, these verses are not condemning verses. These, these verses are here to exhort us and to encourage us to live a certain way. Um, but we need to think, uh, if, uh, if there's anyone... Uh, if there's any one of your brothers and sisters that you've chosen to ignore, um, or someone that you've closed your heart to within our, within our gathering, maybe as a result of an offence 
or a misunderstanding or feeling overlooked. If, you've got, if you're holding on to any resentment or division, this is an exhortation just to let it, let it go and not to close our hearts to one another, but to, um, but to let things like this go and to look out for each other. Um, if you see anyone who's less easy to talk to uh, when, we, when we gather, when we spend time together, don't stay away from people that, you, that you've, you, you've got no common ground with. But open your heart to them, even if they're very different to us, because that's how it is in a family. You go to a family reunion, you, speak, you end up speaking to all your family, even if you've not got much to say to them. Um, so that's what we are. We are a family. And that's how the Lord wants us to treat each other. And um, you know, like I say, I think as a church, you, we do very well looking, looking out for one another. But I'll just encourage you if, you, if you're holding on to something, if you've been offended at some point for whatever reason, let it go. If there's anyone here that you feel your heart's closed off to against for whatever reason, just let it go. What's this got to do with praying in faith? I think what John is saying here is that when we, when we don't live in love together, our hearts condemn us in some way. Or it, it affects how we pray, or it might affect how God hears us. Um, an illustration for this, I mean, those of you with kids, um, and there are many of you, know, know what it's like when you're when you're trying to pray, trying to have a devotional time with the Lord and the kids come running into the room or get up, get up too early. Say, Go back to bed! What are you doing? It's only half past six. I've got another half an hour. Go back to bed! Anyway, Lord, where were we? <laughs> it feels a little bit awkward <laughs> because you've not been loving. Um, that's just an illustration. But I, I think... When, when we're holding things against people in our hearts, I think there is sometimes a bit of a disconnect um, between us and God. And God wants us to let, let go of those things. And he will help us with this. Uh, because the good news, these verses tell us that God is greater than your heart and knows what is in it. And that's very good news. That's very good news because it means you don't need to waste time trying to hide things because he already knows the secrets of your heart. He knows what you've been thinking. He knows your grudges, if you've got any. He knows your resentments, if you've got any. He knows any bitterness you've got, if you've got any. So that's good news. You don't need to, don't need to waste time trying to hide. Uh, and he makes it possible for us to, uh, to repent from that, to turn, turn away from those things so that our hearts don't condemn us anymore. God is greater than our hearts. Um, so as I said, this is not a condemning word at all. Um, and then verses 21 to 22 tells us that we can have confidence towards God. And we can receive whatever we ask. So this is where we start seeing praying in faith. When these issues are dealt with, then it somehow releases us to pray with faith. Um, but we see too that this asking and receiving goes hand in hand with our obedience to his commandments and being pleasing in his sight. There is a link there. 
Um, which commandments? Which commandments? Which, which ones are we, to, are we to obey? Well, he tells us straight after. He tells us quite clearly the commandment he's referring to is that we should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. Those are the main commandments that he's referring to here, which we are to obey if we're wanting to be praying with faith. So, <clears throat> praying confidently and receiving answers from our Father in heaven is linked to our obedience to his commands, to believe in his son Jesus and to love one another. Let's look at those. Firstly, to believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ. This means not just to believe that Jesus existed historically, because of course everybody who saw him in those days saw that he existed. Uh, it's not that. Um, and nor is it that we just hang on to his name as something we use when we pray. But when, we're, when we believe in the name of his son Jesus, it means, to, it means to believe in everything which he stood for uh, and stands for, everything he said about himself, um, who sent him, why he came, what he's done, what he's doing today. When we're praying when we're believing the name of Jesus, this is what we're putting our hearts into. And secondly, to love one another. Okay? And that word uh, for love there, for loving one another, is, is that you might have heard this, the Greek word agape for talking about love. And we often associate that with, with divine, unconditional love. Um, a more accurate um, translation of that word is really it's, it's the kind of love which is based not on feelings but it's it's based on your a choice of behavior a choice of your will it's love which is expressed through your will and a course of action which doesn't mean you need to really feel so lovey-dovey about everybody here but it, it means that you can choose you can choose in how you treat people without feeling it okay and there's grace for that so there's a connection between us praying in faith, uh, rece receiving answers, and our obedience. There is a connection. Why? Why is there a connection? What can we take from this? <clears throat> if we want to pray with faith, we also need to pray from the place of an obedient life. Because faith and obedience are inextricably linked. You can't really separate the two when it comes to the Christian life. You can't separate faith and obedience. If Jesus Christ is your Lord, when you make someone your Lord, um, that's another word for master. It was a, a word used in other contexts of the day. A slave would refer to his owner as his master. So if Jesus is your Lord, then uh, as your master, then, you, then, then we obey. Uh, if he's our Lord, then we obey. And if you call Jesus your Lord and you don't obey, then it's a contradiction and you're not in faith. Um, but we do, we do want to obey him, don't we? We do want to obey him because his, his words are good. What he calls us to is good. And he calls us to lead an obedient life. And in doing that, we'll, we will pray with faith. So we obey by believing, staking our lives in the name of Jesus and loving each other. 
This is the obedience that helps us to pray with faith. Okay? Well, that, that was the first course. How was that? Okay? Do you need to digest that a little bit? Are you okay? Everyone all right? Okay. Good. Main course. Um, so, we're going to um, look at our second passage now, again, from the first book of John, moving on to uh, chapter 5, verses uh, 13 to 15. Um, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. There it is again. That you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have towards him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, and whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. So here again we have this wonderful promise that if we believe in him and ask anything, he hears us. And we have what we ask for. Now that sounds like praying with faith, doesn't it? Yeah? Anybody notice? What, did I miss anything out then? So it's the teach bit coming out. And I often make deliberate mistakes when I'm on the board just to keep the kids on their toes. What did I What did I say? If we believe in him, ask anything he hears us and we have what we ask for. Did I miss anything out? Ah, his will. Well done. Yes, according to his will. Interestingly, in the Greek, the word for will, his will, can also be translated as wishes and desires. Now, we might find that helpful. So if we ask anything according to his wishes... He will hear us. <sighs> One reaction might be, oh, flipping egg. <sighs> I've, I'm getting the hang of this obedience thing now, God. I'm loving, I'm believing in you. I'm loving my brothers and sisters. And now you're telling me I can't even pray for what I want. I've got to pray for what he wants. <sighs> I should have checked the small print before I really got into this. Or maybe I should have got one of the large print versions instead. Um, what about me? What about my wants? What about my needs? You might say. Well, don't panic. Don't panic. Um, you are loved by him. God cares for you. You're part of his desires. And his, desires his desire is to give you good things. But why, what about his will for you? What about his will for you? And let's not forget, we're here, we're learning about praying with faith. And it appears that John is giving us a key here. Praying according to his will. According to his wishes. Strikes me we're going to get a bit further in our journey with prayer if we're, if we're praying according to what he wants. Let me give you an illustration. So my, my uh, oldest son, Toby, um, often comes to us with requests. And uh, in the half-term holiday that we've just, we've just had, uh, I'll give you two, two examples of, uh, of recent requests. Um, one, run, one request. After breakfast, me and Rachel are still kind of uh, munching on toast. And he'll come up to us and say, Dad, is it okay if I do a jigsaw with Jed for 10 minutes uh, before I go away and learn my spellings? Okay, that's one request. Another request... Um, 
Dad, can I have some extra time on my tablet today as it's the holidays? Okay, two different requests. Now, in which one of these two scenarios do you think Toby was asking with greater faith? The first one or the second one? The jigsaw, yes, that's right. Because he knows that, uh, how much we value it when he plays with his brother and stops him from trashing the house. Um, and, uh, and so, yes, Toby, the spellings can wait. Go ahead and pray. Go, go ahead and play, play. Play with your brother. Good lad. Uh, and yeah, maybe he just wanted to get out of doing the spellings, but it, it definitely worked. Um, so we too should seek to pray according to the desires and wishes of our Father. Um, some of us are reluctant prayers. Some of us are kind of passive prayers because there is a line of thinking which is sometimes here, well, if it's, if it's God's will, if God wants it, then it's going to happen anyway. And that's a rather fatalistic approach to, to prayer. But there are people out there who do think that, that if, if God wants it to happen, it's going to happen. Um, it's not necessarily true. Why should it be that God wants us to pray in accordance with his desires? Why does he tie himself to that? He could just do what he wants, right? Well, it's true that God is powerful. He's all-powerful, and he does, he does know all things. Um, but he also likes to do what he does using you, using me, using us. He likes to, do, to use people. He always has used people. He has always chosen people. And he always will. And when we pray, we are partnering with him in bringing his kingdom. So those of us with a kind of task-focused mentality, think, well, job, it's just about getting the job done. God just wants to get the job done. It's not really... It's not really like that. He's not just into getting the job done. But throughout the ages, he's been gathering a people to himself who will delight in obeying him and will share, share the same desires as he has. In our humanness, we sometimes end up praying for God to build our kingdom and for him to do what we want. But this is the wrong way around. God's looking for people who are going to, to partner with him because it's about his kingdom and sharing with him in his desires. And he's preparing for him, he's preparing for his son Jesus, a bride that is compatible. Um, yeah. Imagine not being compatible. The disciples asked Jesus how to pray. And he gave them what we, called, what we call the Lord's Prayer, though it should really be called the Disciples' Prayer because Jesus didn't pray it. Uh, as we read it together, we read this at the beginning, um, notice how much of, this, of these things in this prayer we've, we've mentioned already. Okay? As Rach said, it's from the International Children's Bible. I think it spells things out more clearly for us. Our Father in heaven, we pray that your name will always be kept holy. 
Should we read it out together? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our Father in heaven, we pray that your name will always be kept holy. We pray that your kingdom will come. We pray that what you want will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us the food we need for each day. Forgive the sins we have done just as we have forgiven those who did wrong to us. And do not cause us to be tested, but save us from the evil one. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours forever. Amen. Do you see some of the things which John is talking to us about are there in his prayer as well? So, there we go. How do we pray then according to his will? If this is, the seat, if this is one of the keys to praying with faith, then how, how, do we, uh, how do we pray according to his will? How do we know what his wishes are? Well, I'd like, I'd like to just point you to two places where we, where, we can, uh, where we can discover this. Firstly, the scriptures. And by studying the word, particularly the teachings of Jesus, we really get a clearer idea of what his will is. And we'll know that the kind of things that we're praying about are his will. Do they line up? Do they line up with the kind of thing that Jesus is about? Or does it sound like I'm on a completely different page to what he is about? So we see, for instance, that his will, his desires for people to repent, his desires to heal, his desires to forgive, his desires to set people free, to come to know God, uh, his desires to see the poor and hungry fed, uh, to see people baptized in the Holy Spirit, uh, to see uh, he, he desires justice, he desires mercy. All of these things we see there are, are within the, the desires of Jesus, we see it expressed. And we see too that God is our Father and we're his children and we can approach, approach him confident of good things. So we see these things and a lot more as we study the scriptures. And so it's important means to get to know the will of God through the scriptures. And then we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals things to us from Jesus' heart. He speaks to us today and helps us to know how to pray. He's here to help us. Um, he might give us a picture in our minds. He might give us a thought, a word, or a verse from Scripture. He speaks to us in a, num a number of ways. But he will help us. He will help us to know how to pray. So we can pray according to his will. And what a difference it makes um, to our faith when we know that he is directing our prayers. What a difference. Um, Let's just polish off this passage that we've been reading with John. If we just go back to, or forward a slide, I think it's on that one as well. Um, if we ask according to his will, we know he hears us. Uh, he hears us. And if we know he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Now that sounds like praying with faith. Sometimes, um, uh, sometimes uh, here at Mosaic we give out words of knowledge for healing. Um, and you might wonder why we do that. Um, or why God uses people in that way. Well, when he speaks, faith is released. Both for the prayee, the, the, the person without affliction, and for the prayer, the person who is doing 
um, do, doing the, the praying. And we see many healings happen on the, on the back of a word of knowledge uh, for healing that God has given. It helps people to pray with faith. Um, another example of the Holy Spirit showing us how to pray um, we experienced in our, uh, our mission group just a couple of weeks ago. We decided we would spend the evening uh, praying for... Oh, well, there it is. That's my blank. Yeah, that's the blank one. Um, we decided we'd spend the evening praying for uh, the people that we've written on our bookmark. Now, if you weren't here that towards the start of the year, we wrote down the names of three people that we wanted to consistently pray for, that they, people who didn't know Jesus, who we wanted to come to faith. And so we just took it in turns to... Like, we picked one each, and we went, went round the group and took, took, it, uh, took time to pray for... For the people in our group, and uh, um, Rachel, the other, uh, the other Rachel in our in our group, um, showed us something which was very interesting. She she pointed out to us that when we pray, actually Jesus is already Jesus is already praying for us, and He's interceding for us. Oh, I've lost my well, lost my bookmark. <laughs> Uh, in Romans 8, anyway, it, it tells us that uh, uh, Jesus was praying, praying for, he's interceding. I wonder what he's saying. I wonder what he's praying. Will he tell us? Well, the Holy Spirit might tell us what, what he's praying. And so, before we started praying for the next person, we just waited and we just listened. And we just wanted to see what God would say. And... Um, the lady started writing something down that would give us some guidance to prayer, and I started writing something down. Um, and I think it was one of um, one of Rachel's uh, Sikh friends. And anyway, then Alice came downstairs, knocking on. I need a hot water bottle. <sighs> right, <laughs> got the hot water. Went, went upstairs, and uh, they'd already started praying. And then when I when I came downstairs and shared what what I got, it was a exactly in the same lines of what, what they've been saying. And they've been talking, they'd felt God talking about um, God, see, God seeking them, God seeking this, this lady. And I, had, uh, I felt God was talking about the, the parable of the lady and the lost coins who had to go looking for, for, for this lost coin. And when she found it, it was so precious and something to be celebrated. So it was like, wow, God is speaking because we're all hearing the same things. And then you can imagine what that did for our faith that oh, I've got faith that, this, that something's going to happen in the life of this lady. And, uh, and God likes plays on words as well. About see, see, seeking seeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so why are we praying more in Mosaic this year? It's because we want to see his kingdom come. We want to see breakthrough in our communities in terms of new people turning to God and becoming disciples of Jesus. Praying in faith, we've seen in scriptures today, involves seeking to live an obedient life through believing in Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and loving each other. And praying in faith means praying according to his will. And prayer can be an exciting place, especially when he speaks and following his heart in praying. Well, I felt that's where we wanted to land today. Is actually, I, I want us to spend a bit of time, a little bit later, seeking his heart. What is he, what is he saying? How does he want us to pray today? 
Um, and so if the band would like to come out, I think it would be good for us to sing and to praise Jesus for uh, uh, a couple of songs and spend a bit of time just focusing our attention on him. And then we're going to open it out and, and pray to him. Just, just see what's on his heart. And uh, you'll have a chance, if you feel God uh, prompting you, guiding you to come and share and we'll, we'll get behind your prayer or we'll... We'll, we'll go go with what we feel God is saying, and so we'll, we'll spend a bit of we'll have a bit of an open time uh, to pray together after we've worshipped to our okay.